Bart, I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. Yo, everybody, and welcome back once again to Simpsons is Greater Than, even though this isn't a normal episode. What I have for you this week is another episode of Pod Boys with my main man, Botter. But the reason I'm releasing this in place of a normal episode isn't because I'm being lazy. It's because we're doing a bit of a giveaway. That's right, a giveaway. Who doesn't love a giveaway? So in this episode of Pod Boys, Botter talked about a recent giveaway that he did and towards the end offered to extend part of that giveaway to all of you. So I, of course, decided to join in. So you now have the chance to win a jumbo-sized Faces of Springfield Smithers doll from 2002 made by Playmates. And you heard me right when I say Faces because it's the larger version from the World of Springfield line. Feel free to look it up or slide over to the Instagram to see a photo. But it is great. It's very big. It will look fantastic on your desk or your shelf or anywhere that you want to put it. So I know you want to win this doll. And this is in addition to the special Moon Knight variant cover that Botter already offered. Now, what am I forgetting? Oh, that's right, the rules. So to enter, there are only three easy steps. Number one, go to Apple Podcasts or whatever app you prefer and leave a review for Simpsons is greater than. Number two, shoot an email to simpsonsisgreat at gmail.com or a DM on either Bart of Darkness or the podcast Instagram, whichever one you prefer, just so I know who you are after you enter and so I can contact you if you win. Number three. There is no number three. How easy was that? You have until August 18th to submit a review to be entered. Now let's listen to the episode. Hit the music. Friday, man. Happy, happy Friday. Now, Botter, are you recording? I'm going to roast you. No, Make no, no, sure no. you're recording. I, I, my, my light. Oh, no, my lights is red. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, just so everybody knows, if you go back to the last Pod Boys, I think it was the last one, which it's been a while, but we'll get into that. But if you go back a couple, you notice me say something about like the quality of the recording and you sort of just watch Botter's face freeze and you watch him look <laughs> over and like turn something on. And uh, needless to say, that's why that episode starts where it does, because Botter was like, oh, no, turn this on. Yo. But was it a good episode? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Come on, man. It was Pod Boys. But the real question in Botter, I was sort of hanging out with everybody before you got in, is how is everybody doing? Um, <laughs> See, they're talking about the hat. I want to say, Jaden, uh, I got uh, to get this hat. You will have to comb the internet, or you will have to get on a time machine uh, and go back to 1994 because these are very hard to find. Uh, I have a lot of people that hit me up after lives, and they're like, "Hey, yo, where'd you get that hat?" And just so everybody knows, uh, there is nowhere currently selling hats this cool. I wish they were. I would buy them all. So there you go. Just so y'all know. Well, actually, that's a lie. Vans made some cool ones, but you know what I mean. They're not making these. So, come on. Yo, shout out to Trey Namo, too. Happy Friday, man. Yo, what's up, Trey? How's it going? What is up? Okay, so since we're uh, recording, I'm just going to go ahead and walk any new people we might have in here through Pod Boys. Uh, so, essentially, Pod Boys, if you're new, is... The after show for both my podcast and Botter's podcast. Uh, if you listen to Simpsons is Greater Than, you know Botter. He's he's my occasional guest, co-host, whatever you want to call him. And uh, because we talk about our podcast all the time, we figured why not make it an Instagram live slash uh, bonus episode, audio, whatever you want to call it, content. And uh, so that's what we do. And we were doing these like every two weeks. Uh, but as a lot of you know, I took a bit of a break. We've all been very busy, uh, but Pod Boys is back, and uh, we're chilling. Yeah. So welcome, and thanks for hanging out with yeah, us. Yeah, the excuse for missing a whole month, life. 
That's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's your answer. But anyone that's watched Pod Boys before, you know it's custom to uh, to pop open Come a Dr Pepper. And uh, so we're just gonna Ooh. look at this. We got the cherry. Is that a new flavor? Zero sugar. I'm is gonna that a new flavor. It's it's not new, but it is fire. Mm. So <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that. All we're right. gonna get this in the mic. That's oh. a good one. Virtual. Come on. That's a good one. Virtual cheers. Tap. Straight up. And it's also great that I drink soda on these because then the whole time I just have to like try not to like burp in the mic, uh, which is really good for audio. So that's really <laughs> that's really fun to do. You really you really uh, uh, push in your um, uh, podcast host um, uh, abilities <laughs> <laughs> and testing them out. Yo, real quick. Yeah. I see Barrel Aged Nerd uh, just joined the, the chat. So shout outs to him. He was actually the, the second place winner of uh, that Marvel tattoo contest that we were doing on, on the short box. Yeah, no, that was that was dope. And we can actually talk a little bit about that. In, in fact, uh, let's just kick it off with that, Botter, you know, before I get into to all my stuff. Uh, what has been going on with Shortbox? Because as I said, I took a month off. Botter has still been cranking out the content. And you guys just did a really dope giveaway. And uh, just sort of tell people about that that might have missed out. So if they're following you in the future, they will know about these sick giveaways. Very good layup there. <laughs> Thank you for the layup there, <laughs> the alley oop there, uh, Warren. Now we of we course. had a um, so I want to say like two three about now this is a month three, but about two months ago we onboarded a new sponsor for the second half of the short box. It was uh, uh, Nick Wagner over at Black Hive Tattoo, good friend of the show for many years. Matter of fact, he was the first guest interview we ever did on like episode four or five. It was like one of those early ones, like 2012. Uh, wow. but, but he recently became a sponsor because he's like, yo, I've been rocking to you guys for, you know, years. Uh, let me go ahead and, and support and whatnot. So one of the first things he wanted to do was um, have a really cool giveaway. And I mean, wh- what does Black Hive excel at? Rad, you know, really, d- really well done tattoos, um, which was kind of unorthodox. You know, I've never heard of, you know, a tattoo contest, period, uh, maybe outside of like the tattoo community. But it was it was different for us. And instead of having one winner he wanted to give like two people a free tattoo session for a certain design of course nothing like crazy or large but i mean regardless it's like first of all warren i mean we live in the same city so you know black hive tattoos got a fucking six month to year wait Uh, oh yeah so it was like a cool like opportunity and and, uh really you know i I didn't want to do anything too crazy or um or whatnot all i asked was for people to send in um uh, podcast reviews, you know, something sh- uh, short, sweet, you know, it helps us out, but you know, it doesn't take much time for them. And we had a bunch of people leave reviews and enter in the contest. And, you know, we picked our winners um, this week. So it was a lot of fun, man. It was like, it's always cool to like think outside the box as far as like what you can do for podcasting and, and giveaways and, you know, returning the love back to your listeners. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that was a dope giveaway. And I mean, come on, like, you know, yeah, it's a little restrictive. There's like a certain amount of things you can get. But at the same time, you know, a free tattoo, uh, who's getting mad exactly. at that? Exactly. Uh, exactly. I also want to shout out uh, Blessed Are the Geek in the chat, Mecca the Marvelous Ooh. coming through. Uh, anyone that does not know this, the Pod Boys theme and a lot of the beats that I use in reels on my Instagram and just various things all done by Mecca the Marvelous. So if For y'all sure. need some stuff, man. Please get with your boy. That's really that's really sick. Uh, well, yo, in addition to the giveaway, uh, just you know, we'd like to recap our recent episodes and sort of just talk about like what we've done in the last couple of weeks. Because again, this is the after show. Uh, so you know what's what's been going on with Shortbox lately. What have you done that you're particularly proud of, and et cetera, et cetera. Dude, we've just been cranking out. I mean, like you said, we've just been kind of cranking out these episodes because. I feel like it's a great time. I mean, it's been a great time to be a comic book head for the last, you know, <laughs> 10, 11 years. But right. these last couple months, especially this year, I mean, the content has been out there. So, I mean, we, we wrapped up Loki. Uh, we, we had a, uh, you know, so we did a bunch of episodes on the Loki finale. Uh, I had a chance to interview a, a really t- a dope comic book artist by the name of Tyler Kirkham. He's like a 20-year comic veteran. Um, does hasn't done a lot of interviews or podcasts especially so it's like really cool to be one of the first ones to kind of get him back into the world of interviews and things like that um, but we did that in celebration of uh, our other sponsor Gotham City Limit they had a exclusive like uh, a Moon Knight variant or a variant for this new Moon Knight comic that came out and it's kind of a big deal because they're one of the actually they're the only shop I think here in uh, in the city that is doing you know getting exclusive covers for you know as a shop exclusive which once again it's like i'm loving like teaming up with these sponsors are thinking outside the box and things like that but other than that man um we just dropped a suicide squad episode 
this Wednesday in celebration of the movie that just came out, which I know that you saw. You had a lot of very positive things to say about it. I cannot wait I to did. watch it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, that that Moon Knight, well, not again, the first time <laughs> I was nodding the whole time you were saying that uh, the Moon Knight variant that uh, Tyler did is insane. Oh, it's so good. Really, really good. So I, I want to shout out that. Uh, and also I do, you know, I, I saw Suicide Squad last night and, uh, you know, I went in with sort of low expectations. I mean, admittedly, uh, I didn't even watch the first one because so many people. Wow, you guys hear that? <laughs> I'm just gonna stop for a second. This dude just ripped a tire through my down my street. Uh, so I'm just gonna leave that in the episode. But um, I, I didn't see the first Suicide Squad because uh, everyone told me it was so bad, and I heard nothing but bad stuff about it. I didn't really like the way it looked visually. I didn't like the way Joker looked. There was just a lot of things about it that I thought looked really bad. And you know, I should have watched it, but I never did. Um, but even with that said, going into this and not really knowing a whole lot about the background of the characters and things like that, uh, this was really great and really funny. You know, you got James Gunn coming over from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, coming over from Marvel and doing this this movie, and it shows. You know, if I'm, I'm very critical of a lot of DC stuff, and they really knocked this one out of the park. So anyone that's on the fence about seeing it, go see it. Uh, not a sponsor of the podcast, unfortunately, <laughs> but very good. Uh, they don't need my help, but it's really, really good, and I, I think everyone would love it. Really solid. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, other than that... Um... Yeah, man. I mean, it's just been really kind of riding the wave of a lot of this content and releasing episodes like that. But you've been pretty busy, too, man. Like, I, I, I see that break has done you well as far as amassing a bunch of dope interviews and rolling them out. What, what's been going on with Simpsons the Greater then? Right. So uh, the last episode of Pod Boys, oddly enough, was me sort of telling everyone, uh, hey, I'm going to be taking like a month off. You know, I just got to get some episodes in the can. I need to get some content sort of caught up. And, and that was more a result of me just not managing my time well. You know, I joke a lot about the way I manage my time. And uh, so I'd gotten to the point where every episode I was recording was like the one I had to release. And if one fell through, you know, it, it kind of got me messed up. And I talked all about that. Go listen to Pod Boys 5, uh, which is actually also episode 37. That sort of explains itself. Just go check it out. Um, but, you know, I took that break and I used that time to just record a lot of interviews like uh, – you know, I, I was like, I'm going to make the most of the time. I'm going to have enough stuff that I don't run into these sort of breaks again where I'm so behind. So, uh, you know, I released three episodes, uh, one an episode a week for the last three weeks, all of which I thought were very good. Uh, I had an episode with The Real Gems, uh, very great YouTube uh a YouTuber, I will say, that makes cool videos about The Simpsons, has a really awesome following, a really loyal fan base. They really, uh, I got a lot of kind words from them about the episode. Uh, then I did an episode with Jordan Morris and Tony Cliff, who worked on the graphic novel Bubble, hmm. uh, which I am reading currently, and it is fantastic. I cannot recommend that book enough. Uh, it's also a podcast, so if you'd rather listen to the podcast first, you can do that. That's its origin. Um, and the, the graphic novel is just great. It's a really cool concept. It's about, you know, a group of people who live in a, in a dome city, in a bubble and just the way they navigate life, uh, while also dealing with monsters and all this kind of, this sort of thing. It's like a very interesting take, uh, on society. It's really, really good. So I recommend hmm. that a lot. And, uh, then recently this past week, uh, I did an episode with Laurel Randolph, who just put out uh, the unofficial Simpsons cookbook. And anyone that follows Bart of Darkness knows I have just gone on and on and on about this cookbook because I really do think, you know, I, I talk a lot about how Simpsons fans make such cool stuff. You know, that's like one of the reasons I love this community. And I talk a lot about that in the episode. But the fans of the show make a lot of really cool stuff. And this cookbook is just a prime example of how much fans love The Simpsons. The amount of time and just, you know, dedication to this property that was put into that cookbook, truly fantastic. So, you know, shout out to Laurel. If you have not listened to that episode, episode 40, go listen to it. If you have not gotten the cookbook, go get it. Uh, just uh, for the photos alone, you want to yeah. own this cookbook, I promise. Even if you never make the food, uh, you know, Botter came over to my house a few weeks ago to watch basketball and I showed him uh, this book and, you know, he was equally as impressed. So No, absolutely. That book is, I mean, you're spot on about the photos. I mean, it looks like, you know, they lifted, you know, uh, the food out of The Simpsons. Like, I love the back, like, I love the attention, the detail in the background. I love the high quality. Pre the presentation is great. That book is solid. 
worth every penny. I know it's not a I know it's not a cheap book, but you are no. paying for quality. You are paying for yeah, quality, well, and it's expensive sometimes. Well, well and, and here's the thing about that too is that, uh, and this is something I think you know really makes it stand out. Not to not to go too long about the book, but uh, when you can look at a photo of you know a sandwich or uh, breakfast on a plate spelling out "I love you." When you can look at a, an image and the colors and the subject matter alone hmm. tell you what that is from, you got a special thing uh, going on with that with that project. So you know, she said it in the episode, but since they weren't able to use images from the show, she wanted it to be something you know immediately recognizable. And I think she really accomplished that. So again, the unofficial Simpsons cookbook. Go get it. Um, wait, wait, real so quick. Barbara, Real quick, I, I, want, I wanted to give you. Um, I don't want to gloss over this because I did end up listening to the Jordan Morris, <clears throat> pardon me, in the Tony Cliff episode. Solid interview. Um, Thank you. I, I made a joke. You know, I, I jokingly texted you like, "Dang, y'all ever gonna get to the uh, to talking about the book and bubble?" Because you guys spent a, a, a decent amount. Of, I feel like you guys established it really quick. Hey, here's what the book's about. Check it out. Which is always like really impressive when an um, interview can kind of get that out of because they're on this, you know, push the book and, and make awareness. So it's always cool when an interview can consolidate that in a nice bit, you know, clean. You get the message and then you go on to like other topics because, you know, it shows more. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you learn more about the uh, interviewee, but and you did a fantastic job. And it ended up feeling like I was like, dang, they are really getting into like the nuances of some of these Simpsons jokes and, and hearing like them regurgitate some of the classic things, uh, uh, sound bites and phrases was a lot of fun, too. I thought I thought that was a good example of how you've been able to. Uh, and I mean, I don't think this was a crazy one, but like bringing your guests into your world and putting that spotlight on the, the Simpsons impact across like, you know, different uh, genres, creators and, and artists and things like that. It was real cool to hear their their thoughts and how it influenced them. Oh, thanks, man. You know, and, and, and admittedly, you know, I know Jordan from uh, certain things like just seeing him in like shows and various things that we talk a little bit about in the episode. But, you know, I, I was recently someone told me this after the fact, and I, I clearly didn't know enough. But Jordan has been doing a podcast for like over 15 years or something called Jordan Jesse Go. And the person that told me that, you know, I knew he had this podcast. I knew it had been around. Uh, but the person who pointed that out to me was like, oh, man, it's like one of the first podcasts I ever heard. Wow. Uh, so, so shout out to Jordan for being like, you know, a very OG. podcasts have been around, but being a very early adopter of the podcast format. And, uh, that is one of the reasons he is so funny and so good at it. And, you know, I, you know, he made a joke in the episode where he said, one of my favorite things about the Simpsons is just being able to tell, you know, quote lines from it and make jokes from episodes and just hear everybody laugh. Uh, and, and I think that is like a good, he's a great example of what I wanted the podcast to be, uh, where you, you know, you come on, you talk about something else, but then you also talk about how the Simpsons inspired you in that way, or the Simpsons, you know, helped influence what you are currently doing. And, uh, I, I think in both Jordan's case and Tony's case, the artist, uh, that was like really apparent what an impact it made on them, even at like a young age. So, uh, yeah, uh, if, in case anyone's listening to this and they didn't know this and maybe Botter doesn't know, uh, Simpsons is the greatest fucking TV show ever. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, I was looking up, uh, I wanted to pull out your Buzzsprout or your, um, your, your podcast page, uh, just to reference like the episodes really quick. And I got to give you props, man. Yeah, Simpsons is greater than is getting to that point where I don't even have to type in the full thing. I just type in Simpsons is GR. And the hey. auto suggests is like, I got you. Let me go ahead and let me go ahead and point you towards this really good podcast. I know. Hey, yo, that's awesome. That's awesome. Also, shout out to Kayla Ingle Ceramics in Damn. the comments. Uh, anyone that's looking for some really cool ceramics, Kayla did an entire uh, series of like Simpsons, like all just like you know mugs and plates and, and various things that look like the Simpsons. You should definitely go to her page and uh, check that out. And if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, uh, that's Kayla. K-A-L-A-H-I-N-G-L-E ceramics. Go check that out. Just just for people that are not watching. If I was if I was listening back, I'd be like, damn it, I wish he would have spelled ceramics. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't spell yeah. ceramics, I can't help you. Hey, okay? look, you know, it just dawned on me that it the last pod boys, because this is episode six, uh last pod boys, episode five, we recorded that uh June 19th. And that was when we were still trying to figure out if the Bucks would take it. So I, I think I, I think I've got to do a quick callback and congratulate you for winning our bet that your boy Giannis Yo. drove the team to success. 
Yeah, you know, shout out to Giannis, man. And also, uh, <laughs> here's the Hit thing. You Hit know, him up on I, a text I, real quick for me. Hit him up I on the should. I, I should. Uh, yo, but, you know, it's funny. I, I do want everyone to know I did win some money from Botter uh, <laughs> on, the, on the finals. I just want to put, I want to put that out there on, yeah, on this did. podcast that I won money from Botter. Uh, but I, you know, I had my doubts at times about the Bucks. Uh, but anyone that uh, has seen w- was watching my stories on Bart of Darkness during the playoffs. I was I was doing a lot of basketball chat, and uh, you know I said early on that I really thought they were sick of losing and that they were going to make it happen. Uh, I'm actually really sad that they've already uh, you know they kept some players, but they already lost like a member of their starting lineup already after winning the championship. He got traded to Miami, PJ Tucker. So uh, damn, they traded yeah, Tucker. I, I, I did, man. man. And I'm really, I'm really interested to see what the Bucks will do next year. But I'm not gonna if I start talking about basketball, I'm doomed. I'm so (laughs) excited about the trades. And there's so many cool things happening in the NBA in the NBA. Wow. I can't wait for that. But anyway, let's move on. I got a couple things here, Botter. Hit it. Um so this is some this is something that I would normally uh, probably I, I want to start bringing up more like current Simpsons news and stuff when we do the Q and A's. But we haven't done a Q and A in a while, so I'm just going to do it here. If if you guys like me sort of just like plugging in on some of that stuff, let me know as my screen goes dark here. Um, but a couple of things I did want to mention just for anyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, for for those that are familiar with the brand Chinatown Market, or even if you're not familiar with it, uh, it's a streetwear company that makes a lot of cool stuff. But they just launched uh, an entire Simpsons line, and it's not a pre-order. It's a you know once it's gone, it's gone type situation. And uh, obviously, your boy uh, bought some shirts and some stuff. Uh, they, a, a few things sold out in my size almost immediately, and the shirt I wanted the most sold out almost immediately. Uh, so, you know, if you're hearing this, watching this, whatever, go to Chinatown Market, look at the Simpsons stuff. The thing about it that I like so much is 90% of it uh, is all really early drawings of Bart. They used a lot of stuff from 1990, including what I consider the best drawing of Bart, which is where he it's from the it's it's essentially from the arcade game where he is he has like devil horns and wings and a tail and he's holding like a, like a pick hmm. and that is I, I just think that's one of the best drawings it was on hats uh, it didn't get used on a lot of shirts but you did see it once or twice in the early nineties uh, but they used that drawing really really great they used a very early drawing of Bart on a skateboard and there's a couple that are newer but for the most part it's a lot of really early. Uh, character pack drawings. So that stuff is really great. And uh, it's one of those things where I like to see brands that realize that vintage Mm -hmm. uh, throwback style is not only what a lot of people prefer, but it, it feels more like the Simpsons. Like it really taps into the nostalgia in a different way than just like, you know, an updated drawing of them. There's something about that early character pack character model pack. um, That's just really great. So if, if anyone needs some new shirts, I know there's a lot of Simpsons stuff out there, but I was impressed with this line. I really liked what they did. Uh, so, yeah, go to Chinatown Market and check that out. And also, uh, if anyone has seen this big Maggie floating around online, I mean, like, they call it a life-size Maggie, but I believe she is larger than life-size. Hmm. Uh, even without seeing one in real life, she, she looks huge. I believe she's, like, 26 inches tall. Uh People that have gotten her say she's very heavy, but this was made by Metacom Toy in Japan, and uh, it's being sold by a couple of different websites. But the story on this doll is, and, and and they make more like you know specialty toys, bare bricks and things like that. Um, and just so you know, before you even look it up, this doll is seven hundred and fifty dollars. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, so Botter's looking it up uh, now. Now here's the thing: as Botter is looking at it, she's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, right? and, and they, I that was real quick. Go they, they got a photo. They, the photos are photo shoots of her, like as a life size baby at the playground, right? At the park, <laughs> right? It's a good and, looking and, doll. Wow. Oh, she looks. Yeah, Medicom makes incredible stuff. Yeah, I was. I expected her to be uh, expensive, but I did not expect her to be seven hundred and fifty dollars. Um, and and I've heard that the box she comes in looks like a miniature fridge. So. 
Uh, I mean, the shipping would would probably you know really hurt mm-hmm. you even more. Uh, but if anyone has an extra seven fifty plus shipping to spend, uh, I'm I'm willing to bet that Maggie is probably going to be one of the better looking Simpsons toys possibly ever made. Uh, just based on the photos, it's really really great. Uh, and I have seen some collectors that that chose to spend that money. I think you would be better off. Uh, you could spend seven fifty on a lot of really cool stuff. You could literally buy the new arcade cabinet uh, rebuild for less than that. So oh, yeah. if you're asking me, it's not the best use of seven fifty, but it is great. And I'm also not too proud to admit that I emailed them and tried to get a free one and they said no. <laughs> As you should, I'd, I'd be disappointed if you didn't try to get a freebie. They, they said that she was a little too, the quantity was too low, but they appreciated me reaching out, which is a kind way of saying, please go fuck yourself, <laughs> sir. We're not giving you this free doll, but you know, it was worth a shot. Yeah, shot yeah, my shot. Yeah. Yeah, did did you end the email with uh, uh do you know who the hell I am? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Well, you know, I, I I typed it but then erased it, you know. Yeah. Did did you pull one of your uh classic intros? If you haven't seen my account, please be honest, go do so right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I you know, I figured it was worth a shot. I any, you know, a lot of I'm very lucky that a lot of brands reach out to me about sending me stuff. That's something I do not take for granted. Uh, and I only did it in this case. It's rare yeah. that I'm the one to reach out, but I just, I really want that Maggie. I don't want to spend that much. You know, money. I'll go ahead and but, share, a, um, uh, in, in the same vein of getting denied, um, access to an exclusive or something. I, I got denied, uh, yesterday, actually, I've been trying to get, um, an interview with someone that works at Hasbro because I mm-hmm. love Marvel legends. I, I mean, I don't know what it is in the last two, three years. I have really gotten back into collecting action figures and uh, Marvel Legends has been killing it. Like these last two oh, years, yeah. I will text Cesar and Drew almost every drop. Like they know what they're doing, guys. <laughs> they they are out here for our wallets. Um, but I've been trying to it's get true. like someone from Hasbro, and I think it's just a lot harder when it comes to those like really big, um, you know, established, especially at least toy lines. Um, I had to go through like a PR agency, and then I really got to thinking like, damn, yeah, I can't just pick one person to kind of speak for the company. So uh, it did not end well. In my case, I got denied too. Um, but it's not going to stop me from dropping way too much money on these plastic <laughs> on these plastic items every uh, quarter. No, nah, don't, don't stop, man. There's got to be someone that you can get. You know, you might actually be better off. And this is, this is just, I'll just, uh, I'll do punch up on this idea right now live on the podcast. Hit but um, may- maybe if you could find someone who had worked for Hasbro in the past, mm. Uh, they would know, they would have some good info or they would have, they would know the easiest way to find the right people to talk to. Uh, I've, I've actually spoken to some people that work for Mattel and, and different things like that. Never has bro, but I'll keep my, uh, I'll keep my ears open for that. I I would love to hear you talk to someone and gush about Marvel legends. So I will definitely, (laughs) I I feel like that episode is long overdue. I feel like I I should be an investor at this point because they get my money every drop. And, um, especially with like uh, Disney's uh, What If series coming out Wednesday, actually. It'll be out uh, Wednesday, August 11th. Um, they just, they're, they're really in tune with like what the cultural zeitgeist as far as comics are going or, you know, popularity is and whatnot. But yeah, Marvel sure. Hasbro Legends is crazy. Yeah, no, nah, they're awesome looking toys. And I'm also very excited about What If. I think that's going to be great. Um, Cannot wait. You know, you, men- you mentioned Loki up top. Loki was fantastic. Probably my favorite of the Marvel shows yet. Easily. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to see what, what they do with what if, what do you have, uh, content wise planned around? What if, are you looking to do some episodes about that? Yes, actually we're recording an episode this Sunday, all about what if the homework was assignment was this everyone, because I, I mean, I don't know for, for the listeners out there, what if ran for a lot? I mean, it started, I think in 19, I want to say 77 or 1987, one of those years. But it's been running for a long time. And the beauty of What If is that every uh, issue of the comic is self-contained. So, you know, the first What If ran for, I don't know, I think 40, 50 issues. So that's 40, 50 different stories. And then it had a volume two that ran for like 100 plus issues, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So the homework assignment to celebrate, you know, uh, yeah. See, Lars know what up. I fucked with what if when I was a kid. Super fun. Absolutely. Yo, shout out to Lars. Big shout, shout out to Lars. Lars. Shout out to the Simpsons man. Also just joined. What's up? Hell yeah. Well, shout outs. So the homework assignment was everyone uh, was to go pick one what if comic to spotlight. So we're all going to kind of come back, do a show and tell episode, kind of gush over the series and what we're excited for. And then I think me and Drew will probably team up and do like a, uh, you know, episode one reaction because I think they're dropping it um, weekly as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I admittedly 
before this project got announced, I had only heard of What If. I, I don't actually know a whole lot about it, so I'm excited to sort of dive into that world. I know it's a really cool concept, so I'm excited to see what you guys talk about in that yeah, regard. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a fan of like anthology type uh, stories, it's a lot of fun because they play with like the continuity and the lore. Like, you know, what if Wolverine joined the Fantastic Four? Or what if, you know, uh, Aunt May died instead of Uncle Ben? And, you know, what would Peter Parker look like? So if you're a fan of like, you know, of Marvel and you've kind of been invested in the lore, it's fun to see like where certain creative teams go with it because they, they really have a lot of free reign. That's the best part is like, you know, they can do whatever they want. They can play around with the continuity and these characters that, you know, uh, us readers have kind of known for all these years. So it's kind of fun to break away from, like, I think, like, the, the restrictions that come with dealing, like, with a character with Spider-Man. If you know that, hey, this is a what-if story, it doesn't really tie into continuity, you can kind of have a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see what topics they co- or um, realities they cover in uh, the show. Because I think it's going to be more towards, like, the MCU based on, like, different moments in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, like, what a cool thing. Like, imagine sure. being able to, like, play with storylines, mm-hmm. uh, knowing ahead of time that it's not going to mess anything up. Yep. Like, like you can't get mad because this is just a what-if situation, so we can all sort of play with this idea. Yep. Everything goes back to normal. It's just for fun. Like, it, it, I think across the board, like, in any, like, property – that's a cool concept. I mean, everyone's fallen in love with like the multiverse concept yep, yep. and all these different things that, you know, that, that, that movies do and they play with the timeline. So that's like, you know, that's like the timeline game <laughs> truly understood. Like that's like the perfect example of it. W- would you say that if you were to compare, if you were to find a similarity in Simpsons, like what, what would be the equivalent? What if, would you, would you almost say Treehouse of Horror? I always felt Treehouse of Horror had like that anthology vibe of like, you know, with, with a Halloween kind of blanket over it. Absolutely. And I'd be willing to bet that that was an influence mm. because, you know, they, they've said like the comics were the, the Treehouse of Horror uh, episodes were influenced by the old comics. Uh, like there's a vault of horror comics and things like that. And I'd be willing to bet some of the what if is in there as well. I think that's like a cool question because I always enjoy uh, when the Simpsons bend reality in that way, like in Treehouse of Horror episodes, which is one of the many reasons why I like, uh, you know, this is something I've been getting, not in arguments, but it's been a real point of discussion for the last couple of years with some of the newer episodes that play with the timeline. I like the idea of the timeline moving up and things hmm. changing and, and the backgrounds of these characters being a little bit different and it's sort of giving you a new perspective on who they are. I think that's fun because it also, in the same way that we're talking about What If, it doesn't change the other episodes. Like, a lot of people act like when these new ones happen or like, oh, there's an episode where Homer was in a grunge band in the 90s and people get upset about that, but it's like, no, no, no. They didn't say, oh, we're redoing the canon because there is no true canon they just they just made a cool story so i I think any anything whether it's simpsons or you know comics or any popular property being able to like play with what happened and see like alternate endings and alternate realities that shit's really cool i think treehouse is the closest comparison so Hmm. i do like that good stuff what you got? And they up? get they get they get really wacky in the modern era, so that that definitely is is similar. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. What you got? So what, what do you got lined up uh, content wise? Now that you now that you're back, um, you know, freshly uh, recharged off vacay. Uh, how much? How many more episodes do you have in the tuck? Uh, so I've got two that are ready to go. I've got a couple more that are being recorded uh, really soon. Um, one of the things that I did that I'm that I'm actually always excited to do, uh, and I'm sure a lot of you that are watching or listening to this have already saw, tuned in live, I hope, but I did another Instagram live uh, fan oh, yeah. Q&A with Yardley Smith, and uh, that was really, really fun. People submitted questions. I, you know... I, I got way too many questions, which is always a great problem. You guys hear me say that with the Q and A's that we do on this podcast as well. So that, that always is, you know, it's really cool to, to know that that many people want to be involved and, and submit questions. Uh, but that was really fun. And, and Yardley was cool enough to uh, record her audio on her end as well. Sort of the way we do pod boys. Uh, so I'm going to have a nice sounding podcast, uh, you know, full quality, normal podcast of that audio. So if you didn't watch the video, I do encourage it. But also if you'd rather listen, 
Uh, it is coming, and if I, I'm not sure when this Pod Boys is dropping on the feed, so you might have already heard it when you're listening to this. But I think I'm going to get this out a little sooner. Oh, yeah. uh, but but that was really fun, and and I I you know I'd be an idiot not to use that as content. I also uh, to anyone out there that's a big music fan, if you're familiar with the band Evergreen Terrace obviously named after the Simpsons. I uh, have a really fun episode coming up with the singer of that band, Andrew, uh, where he kind of talks about you know his childhood with the Simpsons and, and how he got into it and why he thought it'd be a funny band name. And, and it's, it's really a really good time. So uh, that's the next two things coming up and some really fun stuff that I will not spoil yet. Botter and I also are going to plan another Q&A soon. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and I've got some other cool stuff that, I, that I'm not going to announce just yet because I'm still tweaking it. Uh, but uh, some different types of episodes are coming. I know you guys have heard me say that on here before, uh, but I really am getting the screws uh, turned on that and figuring that out. Uh, so you might have a chance to vote on some episodes for me to do episodes of the podcast about episodes of the show. And that's a bit of a mouthful, but I think you know what I mean. So some cool different episodes coming. Yeah. You know, I, I think um, in the future for the short box, there's probably going to be a li- some some Simpsons uh, uh, crossover appeal as well because I, I think I'm finally getting to a good spot as far as scheduling that um, I'm gonna, I, I think I want to start diving into the I think I want to dedicate an episode to the world of the Simpsons comics you've been Ooh. a you've been a big advocate and, and you know a, a big push into looking into those comic series and what Bongo is putting out and um, and how successful they were man um, so I, I've got I've got something kind of planned as far as like an episode about Simpsons comics. I'll dedicate it to you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, I, I think there's so much, you know, so much love uh, for comics in the Simpsons comics. Like you, it's clear when you look at those issues throughout its entire run, which I mean, uh, Simpsons comics was around for a lot longer than people realize. Uh, and they also had Bart Simpson comics and trials of horror comics. There were a lot of different things that they were doing, but that you can tell the people working on them, grew up big fans of comics. You can tell there was so much homage and respect for the comics in those and in like the, you know, the choices they made stylistically and the, you know, you talk about what if in comparisons, that's never more clear than in the comics. Like they did a lot of weird stuff in the comics in both the regular and the Treehouse of Horror ones where they really got to play around and they didn't have, it wasn't as restrictive as the show and they got to do a lot of cool stuff, play with the art style, things like that. So um, I think anyone, you know, I've said this so many times on this podcast, but if you haven't checked out Simpsons comics, I think Real Gems and I get into that uh, in episode 38 as well. Um, you're missing out. I mean, even for the art alone, so, so good. So I cannot wait for a short box episode about uh, Bongo. It's going to be great. It'll, it'll give me a reason to finally read that damn um, Radioactive Man hardcover I ended up buying. <laughs> Wait, say that again? I said it'll give me a, a reason to finally read that Radioactive Man hardcover book I ended up buying uh, months ago. There you go. No, I, I love that. Sorry, I literally got distracted by Trey Namo's comment, and I just did not hear what you said. <laughs> he said, I got a buddy that knows stuff about comics if you need a collab, Botter. So there you go, Botter. Trey, Shout out to Trey Namo. Trey, Trey is, is one of them dudes that's got a dude for everything. He's like, I got a guy for that. It's like, I just, yeah, Trey, I just brought up Simpsons comics. He's like, yeah, I got a guy for that. <laughs> yeah, Trey's got a guy. Uh, one thing I will, you know, speaking of Trey, uh, one thing we talked about in the last episode as well is you were talking about the podcaster oh, meetup yeah, and you were right. saying how that was coming up and that has that has passed. We yep. have already gone to that event and it was super, super fun. Uh, Trey was there. We hung out with him and a lot of other familiar faces and new faces and all that. Uh, so, you know, formally on the podcast, Botter, I just want to say uh, thanks for a very fun time. I appreciate that. You know, so so the, um, for the listeners out there, the podcaster meetup, we've been doing, um, I've been hosting these for about a two years now, every quarter. We do a little meetup with uh, the podcasters around town. Uh, Warren got to go to his first one recently. And Warren, I, j- just really quick, I want to know, what it, what was it like meeting other podcasters in person? And I mean, granted, I know you've met other podcasters, but I don't know if you've ever met that many in one, you know, go. How was it? It was cool, man. You know, one thing I will say that uh, <laughs> I noticed and, you know, I found it very easy to to talk to everyone about what they do, and what their podcast is. And I'm like, man, you know, this is like a lot of really nice people here. It's really fun and easy to talk to everyone. And then you realize it's like, oh, because these people are podcasters <laughs> and they love to fucking talk. It's like, uh, so, of course, 
Like, of course, it's easy to talk to them. This is what we do. We we run our mouths. So, yeah, it was a blast, you know, and, uh, you know, I host my podcast on Buzzsprout, as does Botter. Uh, it was nice to talk to some of the guys from Buzzsprout there and just about things that they're doing. And it was just a really fun time. So, you know, I if you are in a, in a community and you know a lot of people that podcast and you're looking to podcast, set up something like what Botter's sure. doing. Have like a, sure. a group meetup and just get to know, network with everybody. Uh, it's really fun. I, I, I had a blast. I don't want to give Botter a big head and tell him it was really <laughs> fun. But, it you know, again, it was very fun. I'll never forget the first time um, Ashley, uh, co-host Ashley, had went on to one of the events. I think it was like our third or fourth one by that time. And uh, she pulled me to the side after talking to like some of the um, other podcasters. Uh, she was like, I did not know that you put that much work behind the scenes into some of the stuff that you do. She's like, you know, I show up, I, I do my part, I help out on the art, but I don't ever, you know, you handle all the background editing and things like that. She was like, wow, I got to give you props for all that work you do. So I, it's, and, and to your point, I think if you are a podcaster in a, in a city that, you know, you happen to know other podcasters, it helps out to like be able to meet with other colleagues and like-minded folks and, and have the opportunity to whether it be vent or share like new ideas or just you know talk about the the medium and things i think it's it's there's definitely strength in numbers and then as far as like having that community support to fall on yeah no 100 percent. and and that's you know i think that any anything that's worth doing like if you're whatever your hobby may be uh you know like botter said there's always strength in numbers there's always a value in creating a community around it uh, so I, I can't, you know, agree with that enough. Uh, shout out to Off Simpsons pupils and uh, Bianca Marino five. Uh, all the people joining the chat, I miss some of your names, but shout out to you guys. Um, you know, one of the reasons we started Pod Boys too, like at least some of the early episodes, we were talking about podcasting. And I feel like yes. it's sort of it's sort of morphed more into like, oh, you know, get to know Botter and I a little bit more outside of comics and Simpsons, which I'm cool with both. Uh, no one's complaining in my email yet. So unless you guys <laughs> start complaining in my email, this is what pod boys will be. It's laid back. It's the after show. I do not edit them. And this is just us hanging out, talking, uh, hanging out with all of you. Shout out to the Simpsons lost and found also. Uh, but you know, Botter, do you have any, like, uh, <laughs> is there any cool podcast stuff that you've heard recently as far as like upcoming, uh, you know, tweaks to the system or, uh, stuff that, you know, we talked a lot in the past about Spotify and Apple button heads. Have you heard anything cool? on the tech side you know what i think that is one part i've been kind of dragging my feet on mainly just understanding how facebook is rolling out the podcast um feature that they've got uh, i need to kind of sit down and really understand it. i don't know if it's available to to everyone but i know that there are they have rolled out like podcast capabilities on facebook to certain um groups or whatnot so oh. uh, so my my understanding is this that if you have a page that's meant for a podcast, you can start it. They'll have like a section to like listen to your episodes. Like they'll pull an RSS feed from, um, you know, whatever your, your podcast hosting is. So you could theoretically kind of like listen to a podcast on Facebook while you're scrolling or having in a tab. I don't know all the details or whatnot. I just know, like I said, it's kind of been a slow rollout, but Facebook is now getting in on the, uh, the podcast space. Interesting. You know, every single thing out there, no matter what it is, wants to have something tied to podcasting and they want to have something tied to like reels. You know, I saw, and I can't even think of what the name is now offhand, but I saw that even YouTube now has their own version of like TikTok and reels uh, that's just on their page. And, uh, you know, as much as I am for all forms of content and like access to different kinds of content, I have to formally request if anyone hears this in that field, uh, relax, (laughs) please relax. It's overwhelming. I cannot have that many places to post my stuff, guys. I'm not an old, I'm not old, but like, I'm too old for that. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, it's, that is like. I'll spend like a day or two editing and then I have to dedicate a day to like realizing like an upload strategy and, and all that, you know, all that stuff. Uh, so to your <laughs> point, it's like, you know, just sometimes it's like, yeah, you know, I just want podcasting to be in this little sphere here. And then, you know, it's, yeah. I, I think, I think the lines kind of get blurred because, you know, 
you've got podcasters, you've got YouTubers, but really I think the higher hierarchy is that you are a content creator and these are, you know, you've got multiple channels to kind of get your stuff out there, which kind of brings me to, to a question. I know you interviewed episode 38, The Real Gems, who's got a very popular YouTube channel um, about Simpsons and speaking with him and I haven't gotten around to listen to the full interview, so I, so I, I beg your pardon, but in speaking with him, what did you realize as far as like, did you come up, did you have an epiphany as far as like similarities or like vastly different perspectives when it comes to being a YouTuber versus say a podcaster? Yeah, that's an, that's an interesting question. And I'll, I'll forgive you for not finishing the episode. Um, <laughs> thank you, give me thank some time, you, but I'll, but I'll, but I'll yeah, forgive yeah. you. Uh, also shout out to, uh, to Austin for Hell YouTube yeah. shorts. That's what they're called. Yes. That's what they're called. Thank you. Austin. That's their version of, of TikTok and reels and, and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting because Jim has been doing that YouTube for a long time, like almost 10 years. And uh, one of the things that I that we talked a little bit about was like, you know, what do you think you'll be doing? What do you think the channel will be in 10 years? And he was like, man, I honestly have never thought about that. Uh, as far as like the major differences, I mean, something about YouTube. I don't know if, if YouTube's algorithm is just drastically different or if so many people watch stuff on YouTube compared to, you know, no one's opening up the Apple podcast app and just like, mm, oh, I wonder what's new. Some people do, but it's not it's not the same. Everyone is looking at YouTube in some form or another throughout the day. And so if you ha if you subscribe to a channel, you're not going to miss your subscription. So it's pretty easy to like, oh, I need to watch this. I need to watch mm -hmm. that. It's really set up to make it convenient to keep up with all your stuff. So I will give YouTube full credit for that. But, you know, I, I think in, in his case, like, he seemed to just really learn from the algorithm, which is one of the things I struggle with. But he's like, I noticed that YouTube didn't like shorter videos as much. Longer ones did better. Hmm. Uh, the, the algorithm would pick them up easier and things like that. So I, I think for him, because he's not only recording audio, which I believe is scripted, but he's also you know editing videos, it, it's very similar in the sense of like the way you have to plan and the amount of time you have to set aside for editing but it's almost like I, I think in the way that YouTube is almost like Instagram, but with videos, mm -hmm. people are more likely to give you direct feedback in the comments, uh, whereas they're not as likely to give you direct feedback in, you know, podcast reviews or whatever, like yep, as far yep. as like volume and frequency. Yep. So it, it's there's a lot of interesting similarities. And I guess I'm, I'm having a hard time answering the question because it is very different hmm. as similar as they are. And as much as they, you know, you would think one would tie directly to the other. YouTube is a totally different animal in a way that I did not really uh, expect it to be. Um, Cause I, you know, I notice you know, fans are very vocal of a popular YouTube channel. If you look at any YouTube channel that you like, um, especially if they have a following, the comment section is always robust to say the least. And it's hard to get that kind of direct feedback on a podcast. And I think, I mean, you beat me to it, but that's a, I think a very big key difference is that, you know, your storefront, you know, what you offer your listeners, you've also got, you know, their feed, like their feedback is not only visually visible, you know, it's like you said, you know, you can scroll through comments and like literally kind of get an idea of like, oh, his followers or his viewers feel this way about his content. And sure. that is on every video, you know? So, I mean, it's like, you know, when we start, you know, massing it up, it's like thousands of, of opinions kind of visually there on the same platform with like right on the content. You know, podcasting, we, we don't have that. We've got, you know, social media, you know, uh, posting to Instagram or whatever it may be, and you get the occasional feedback. But I don't think it's nearly at the volume that a YouTuber gets because you're now asking your viewers of that content to, you know, they have easy accessibility versus like, say, podcasting where you're reliant on ratings and reviews. And even those are only done one time. I can only one time go write, yo, Simpsons Greater Than is a great podcast <laughs> once, you know, but I can't you know, praise you for episode 38 or 39 continuously because I only get that one shot. So that that's an interesting um, uh, thing to highlight. Now, now I will ask, uh, well, I'll, I'll have a follow-up to that. After speaking to Jim, were you more or less more encouraged to possibly uh, expand Simpsons greater than outside of just podcasting? Like, would you ever consider doing YouTube or video content? Yeah, that that's that's an interesting question. I, I do want to say 
uh, real quick, everyone should go leave me a review and say <laughs> Simpsons is greater than is a great podcast. I As would appreciate that. You, you can just quote Botter exactly if you don't want to be creative. But uh, no, but yeah, I, I will say yes, because I think, you know, and I thought of this while you were sort of walking through that point. I think YouTube is easier for people to make time for because of the visual element. Like mm. if you're like me, you really only listen to podcasts. There's there's exceptions, obviously. I hear people say, oh, I love to you know listen to podcasts while I'm doing stuff around the house. But a lot of people I feel like listen to them on the way to work or yep. depending on their job while they're at work or you know while they're doing certain things. Whereas if you're watching something on YouTube, you are sitting, you are setting aside the time to watch it and really take it in no matter how, you know, silly or unserious the content is, it's treated more like a show mm-hmm. that you want to focus on. Uh, and so I, I do think there is value. You know, I, I record all of my episodes on Zoom and I record the video, even though I rarely have time to really edit it or use it. But I do, you know, this is something you and I have talked about off the air. Uh, I do think it's kind of silly of me to just sit on that content. I think there is you know, there's people that would want to watch yep. the actual video of the interview. And I've even asked, you know, in my stories on on the podcast, Instagram, would you watch a video version of the podcast? And a lot of people said, oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love that. So it's definitely something that I should um, make more time for, which sort of does remind me, actually, I, I will take this down a side street. Uh, so the answer is yes. And I'll take this down a side street. Uh, Instagram is also trying to compete with YouTube in the sense that uh, they are they are rolling out the ability to monetize your videos on Instagram. Now, hmm. I don't quite see how they could compete unless they come out with, you know, apps for like Apple TV or smart TVs and things where you can use ah, it in the yeah, same yeah, way. Yeah. So I do think that will hinder them, but they might have plans for that. So I do think it's interesting that YouTube is getting into that realm of allowing creators to make videos and uh, run ads on them and monetize them. That's something that Bart of Darkness was offered, and I, I gave it a shot. I'm, I'm letting my videos uh, allow ads. A lot of people tell me that they are not seeing the ads. A few people say that they are. So I'm curious to see what that will what that will do moving forward in that in that space. You know, everybody wants reels and TikToks now. Apparently, everybody wants to monetize videos as well. So I, I got two things for you. One, hit me. One of the most I feel like underrated. Um, streaming services that I pay for or apps that I, whatever you want to call it, streaming or, or apps I pay for, is YouTube Red. Now, you know, YouTube's already free as it is. Uh, granted, you got to suffer through uh, ads. Sometimes it's more annoying than <laughs> not. But YouTube Red is interesting because you don't got to suffer through any ads. Um, and you can like pull the video, you can like close the app or, you know, move the app down and, and do other things while the video is playing. So a lot of times, um, if I don't really care for the visuals where I'm like, I, I just, you know, I, I'm okay listening. They do a good job of telling a coherent story. Uh, it comes in clutch. And sometimes I use it as kind of a podcast esque type of player. Cause I'll have just the audio going and, um, I'll try to peep in on the video or whatnot. So YouTube red is a f- fantastic, um, uh, streaming service. If you have a bunch of channels that you follow and you kind of get the gist of the videos, I kind of recommend that. And then two, I think what I'd like to do, because you brought up the um, the uh, reviews or whatnot, if any of your listeners, um, to encourage, you know, I, I would like to give one of these Tyler Kirkham Moon Knight variants to one of your listeners, um, whoever sends in a, um, uh, does a review. I, I like the idea of like, you know, wow. you, you folks uh, leaving a review and whatnot. So I'll let you pick one winner, but I'll mail out, I'll mail them out a, um, a copy of that Moon Knight variant. Show them some, wow. get, okay. some ja- get some Jack's love. Yeah, I like that. So, it, you Hometown know, if you're listening mode. to this, if you're watching the video or if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, uh, go leave a review uh, for Simpsons is greater than um, if you hate the podcast. I guess you can say that. But obviously, I would appreciate some <laughs> kind like, words. Like, keep that to yourself. Uh, keep that to yourself. Yeah, you, you're yeah. like, you're like, yeah, this podcast <laughs> is terrible. Do I win? Um, no, but if, if that's that's awesome. But I really appreciate that. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. not pre-discussed. No. So if you leave a review in the next, uh, let's say if you're watching the video, what is today's date? Today is Friday, August 6th. Uh, I'll say I'll, I'll try to get this episode up sooner on the podcast feed. So any review left between now, August 6th and let's say August 18th uh, will be I'll pick a winner to get a Moon Knight variant. So we'll there see we if go. we have some some comic fans uh, in the Simpsons is greater than listenership. I'm sure that we do. And again, 
Uh, go to Botter's page and find the post about that variant. It is very cool, and I'm not just saying that. So that is very awesome of Botter. Look at that. I, Giving some away <laughs> to the listeners. And I would le- I would be very happy if I saw someone just quote me. Botter said this Simpsons Greater Than is a good podcast. Quote, end quote. That'd be tight. <laughs> I would love that. I would yeah. love that. Uh, well, yo, uh, I, I you know, we're getting close to an hour, so I'm going to take us out with uh, one final yeah, yeah, thing yeah. here. Uh, one of the reasons we do this also is we kind of like to talk about what we're watching and enjoying. And we've done that a little bit here earlier yeah. in the podcast, but... As we roll into the weekend, because it is Friday when we're recording this uh, live, uh, Botter, what are your plans as far as TV or movies this weekend? What are you going to be watching? Or what's coming out soon other than What If that you're excited to watch? All right. So I just went ahead and enjoyed me the new episode of Ted Lasso today because now I'm uh, like the rest of these suckers. I'm like caught up. So I got to wait every Friday. (laughs) Like I'm still mad at Drew for not telling me that part. Drew spent uh, three weeks trying to convince me to watch uh, Ted Lasso. He ain't telling me that season two was coming out weekly. So I caught up with it, loved the show. Now I'm like waiting on it weekly. But anyways, I watched that today so to, good. to really set off my Friday. Um, been loving Ted Lasso a lot, actually. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and try to catch... I'm definitely going to watch Suicide Squad this weekend. I had plans to go to like the movie, but I, I keep forgetting most of these movies coming out are available on like HBO Max. And it's on HBO Max. I honestly might watch it again. I'm not even kidding. Dude, why, about why not? Like, you could yeah. literally just put that on in the background if you wanted to. Like, hell yeah. Um, all the yeah, reviews. I watch it again tonight. All the reviews that it's been, uh, all the early reviews, all the reviews that have been coming out, and even like just friend, uh, you know, my anecdotes from friends. Um, it's it's very high on my priority this week. And I think that's about it, man. I uh, got caught up on Ted Lasso. I'm going to catch Suicide Squad. And then Wednesday, I will probably try to catch or watch episode one of What If like as soon as I can. What about you? What you got What you got in the queue? Well, to, to edit one thing, one thing Botter forgot to mention, he's also going to start Dave oh, this weekend because yes, 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 Dave, yes, yes, yes. Dave, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to force him to because yeah, Dave please. is so great. Big fan of that show. Uh, any of my you. listeners that are not watching Dave, you have to be. It's really funny. Uh, but again, you know, I, you know, to, to agree with Botter on Ted Lasso, I had been told by multiple people how funny the show was and that I should watch it. And I love Jason Sudeikis, but I never made the time to watch it. And it is very good. I've already gone through the whole first season. I think I have one episode left in like mm. three days. Like I just started it this week. We've already killed the whole season almost. Uh, so Ted Lasso is really good. Uh, already saw Suicide Squad last night, like we like we discussed. Uh, I have been seeing a lot of movies uh, since things have been opening back up a little bit. I've been going to a lot more movies, uh, but I don't have plans to see any more this weekend. So I think I'm going to be plowing through Ted Lasso, uh, getting caught up on Dave. I've been thinking about checking out this show called The Simpsons that a lot of people have recommended <laughs> to me. So I, I think I might watch a little bit of that. Um, I know a really good podcast. Also, I know a really good podcast oh, about The Simpsons. Really? You yeah. have to you have to DM it to me. I'd like I to check you, that out. You. But you know, there's there's been I, I recently uh, found out that I had the reason I watched Ted Lasso is I had a free year of yeah. Apple Plus that I didn't realize that I had, um, and they were like, "Do you want to like you know start this now? Like you have this free year." So there's a lot of stuff on there that I want to check out, like the morning show and and different shows that have been recommended to me for a while. Uh, but yeah, man, nothing, nothing, no plans to watch anything too crazy. Probably just get fully caught up on Ted Lasso and, uh, fully caught up on Dave. Might watch some, uh, some catfish if there's a new episode, things like that. (laughs) I got one. I forgot about one more. I feel like I'm just playing catch up to the movies you've already watched, but, um, totally. I'm going to try and catch Green Knight somewhere in between, uh, this weekend and before Wednesday, like, I I remember being in the theater, seeing that trailer uh, for the first time and just being like, this has caught my interest. And then, you know, you you had sent some positive praise about it. And then even Cesar, who's the one that kind of put me onto it, uh, said it was a beautiful movie. So it is it is fantastic. Anyone that is interested in seeing The Green Knight, uh, do not go in with with us with a set of expectations. Do not think you're going to see Game of Thrones because you are not. Uh, it is it is a very interesting movie that was written so long ago that they don't even know the name of the author. Uh, and I mean, you can, there's actually a video that they put out where they sort of explain the story. I seen that uh, so don't, don't go in expecting a lot of action. It's a very interesting story with a lot of, uh, you know, you can, you can take away multiple meanings if you want, but go see Green Knight. It's great. 
bet. Done deal. Yeah, Done good. Deal. That's good. That's good stuff, Botter. Well, with that, I believe we will wrap up this episode of Pod Boys. Like I said, if this is your first time listening, these are generally bonus episodes. They are occasionally uh, uploaded in place of a regular episode, but these are recorded live over on the Simpsons is greater than Instagram. And you can come hang out with us every couple of weeks. I always give a heads up when they are coming and you can come chill with us. It's a lot of fun. You can get in the comments. We can shout you out. We can have a good time together and you can watch me drink Dr. Pepper and toast (laughs) butter through the phone. Uh, so you should be doing that. If you have any questions that you don't want to leave on the Instagram, you can email me at simpsonsisgreat at gmail.com, and you should be following me at Bart of Darkness. And if you're watching this or listening, you're probably following me at simpsonsisgreaterthan on Instagram, at simpsonsisgreat on Twitter. And that is all the that's all I've got. Bart, what you got? All right, I'm going to keep it nice and uh, short and sweet. The best place to catch up with everything I got going on as well as uh, what the short box is going on, just go to theshortboxpodcast.com. They've got we got links to every other podcast app out there. That's just the easiest way to do it. So whether you're an Apple Podcast fan, a Spotify listener, or a fan of Google Podcasts, we got you covered. Um, in the next month, I mean, Marvel and, and Disney is, is pulling is rolling out some really great content. So we'll be talking about what if. We'll be talking about Shang Chi. We're also going to be doing a uh, artist spotlight on the iconic and legendary French comic book artist uh, uh, Mobius as well. So um, got a lot of things planned for Shortbox. And I think now that Warren is, is fresh off vacay, we'll be getting back to a regular cadence as far as these Pod Boys episodes. But yeah, make sure to stay. You know what? Yo, treat your ears every week. I mean, every week you can enjoy Simpsons Greater Than. You can enjoy the Shortbox podcast. That's, a, that's at least three hours of like prime content right there. Every week? Come that's on. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And again, if you're new, these audio versions are on the podcast feed as bonus episodes. So go listen to those. Shout out to Kayla for pointing out that I did not burp. And I'm very (laughs) happy about that as well. Uh, So, yeah, you know, thanks for hanging out with us for Pod Boys. And don't forget to go leave a review. Botter's going to give you that enters you for a chance to win a Moon Knight variant comic cover. It's very awesome. So go leave a review. Shout out to all of you and we'll see you in two weeks. Yo, peace. Peace.